0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X Business Card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureX Business. You're listening to Shortwave from NPR. Joe Palka, are you prepared? Are you ready to go to Locust Town?
1: I am, Dr. Maddie Sophia Person. Go ahead.
0: Okay, Joe Palka, you were in Arizona visiting kind of an unusual lab
1: uh yes, I was I was in a I was in a lab in the middle of Tempe, Arizona that's filled with locusts locusts locusts.
0: My understanding of locusts is very biblical, like <laughs> terrifying, swarmy, yep,
1: that's the locust we're talking about, but they're not just biblical because Today, as we sit here in Studio 44 in Washington, D.C., there are major issues. For example, in Kenya and Ethiopia and Somalia, there are huge swarms of locusts. And these swarms, according to the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, are, quote, extremely alarming and represent an unprecedented threat to food security and livelihoods in the region.
0: So how do we fight it?
1: So the problem is you can't spray them into submission. I mean, it's just, there's too many of them. It's too big an area. It's a lot of pesticides. So what they're trying to do at the lab in Arizona is come up with other ways. And one of them
0: has to do with what locusts like to eat. So today on the show, how do you prevent a plague of locusts? The solution could be a low-carb diet.
2: This message is brought to you by Apple Pay. Fussing with plastic cards should be a thing of the past. Instead, pay the Apple way. Apple Pay is easy, secure, and built into iPhone. All you have to do is set it up. Just add a card in the wallet app and you're good to go. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside.
0: Okay, Joe, let's start with some basics. What is a locust?
1: It's an interesting question because here's the mantra that you hear from every locust researcher I've ever talked to. And here it goes. Yeah. All locusts are grasshoppers, but not all grasshoppers are locusts. Uh-huh. 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 You got it? Okay. Yeah. So what does that mean? Well, it turns out there's something like 20,000 species or some number like that of grasshoppers in the world, and only about 19 of them can become locusts. And what happens is there's a change, a physical change in the brain, in the wing size, in the coloration that happens because certain species of grasshoppers, when you pack them together, literally just pack them together, grow them up in litters like you would puppies or something like that, they turn into this thing that we know as locusts.
0: So a locust is just a type of grasshopper that gets really close to other grasshoppers and gets real riled up.
1: Yes. They call it Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde.
0: I will never look at my neighborhood grasshopper the same way.
1: The grasshoppers you're going to see in your backyard, you don't need to worry about because... In the United States of America, there are no locust species. And it wasn't always the case. So the woman who runs this lab in Arizona is a woman named Ariane Cease, and she's head of something called the Global Locust Initiative. And she told me about the biggest locust swarm ever recorded. And you know where it was? Where? In this country.
0: Oh. The largest swarm ever recorded was the size of about the state of California. That is so gross. Um, So you had swarms flying overhead for for days. um, And whenever they landed, they pretty much ate everything. Um, It was really devastating.
1: So did you read the Laura Ingalls Wilder Little House on the Prairies book? I think I did. Well, there was one of them where she talks about this Well, she called them grasshoppers. In fact, they were locusts. They called the Rocky Mountain locusts. That devastated the farm that she was growing up on. Could you
0: imagine them just swarming overhead for days? No, I do not like that. I'm not comfortable with that.
1: But that's what got me intrigued because, I mean, what? I never heard of this. And it turns out that the Rocky Mountain locusts did this in the 1870s. And everybody think oh, my goodness, is this going to happen again? Are we going to have our crops wiped out? And the answer was, well, no, it never did. And they don't know why. And then sometime in the early 1900s, this locust was declared extinct.
0: Do we know why it went extinct in the United States?
1: Good question. The answer is not for sure. But... Ariane Cease thinks.
0: It's most likely due to human use of the landscape with um, bringing in lots of cows, for example, um, tilling areas that hadn't been tilled before um, and potentially disrupting egg beds.
1: And that interfered with their ability to survive because they're gone. And in a way, that leads to some of the things that she's most interested in uh, in the work that she's doing in Arizona because they're trying to figure out ways of changing human behavior in a way that will affect locust vitality.
0: All right. So take me to their lab.
1: Well, the lab is into the basement of a, of a building, and there's a keypad, right, because they don't want people wandering into the locust lab, but even more important, they don't want anybody wandering out, <laughs> because these guys are a potential pest, right. and so there's a lot of uh, barriers to keep them from going. So. I was at the lab, and um, the lab research manager, a guy named Rick Overson, uh, took me in and showed me around.
2: So we are inside one of the two main rooms of the Locust Lab um, here at Arizona State University. Uh, We affectionately refer to it as Hoppertown.
0: Town. Yep. It's almost like it's not full of a plague. Yeah, you know?
1: well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. but um, anyway, they have these rooms, and they have a lot of cages with this metal mesh in the front, and you can or see locusts. Here. So this is the locust colony, um, so one of these environmental chambers we use. And these are uh, big honking so in insects. Room, They're about five inches long. Oh, wow. He offered to let me handle one. I Frankly, I wasn't really up for it. See when you grab them, they try
2: and use their legs as a defense mechanism and
0: kick. Wait, you didn't pick one up? Or a, or a no, Maddie. <laughs> I did not. Come on, Pelka, you're in the you're in hopper Town. I am
1: not into immersion reporting. <laughs> but um, I got really interested in, you know, how do you maintain a colony of locusts?
0: Like, what do they even eat?
1: Well, it turns out that most of the colony eats this stuff called wheatgrass, which you get in your juice bar. So they grow a ton of wheatgrass, but. They're also interested, and this is where this is where the control aspects comes in. But they're also interested in making a special locust
2: chow. We have a full range of them that span from very sugary, so very carbohydrate rich diet. You could think of it kind of like donuts, all the way through um, through a spectrum from about ba- to a balanced diet, to then a very protein heavy diet that would have lots of like whey protein in it, for instance, kind of like a bodybuilder shake.
0: Okay, so these. These locusts are either eating donuts or protein shakes. Yeah, I, mean, I am really starting to identify with yeah, this We
1: up. know which one you'll be going for. But <laughs> these are two ends of a spectrum. There's either a high-protein diet or a high-carbohydrate diet. So you've got the the steak diet or the donut diet. And the reason they're interested in this is they think that they can establish that locusts have a particular affinity for the carbohydrate diet. So what's the significance of that for... Right. Controlling them. Like, well, what's
0: the, what's the real-world application okay. for that? So
1: the real-world application comes because of what they're growing in Senegal.
0: What are they growing?
1: They grow a lot of millet, and that's a grain. And if you grow the millet in healthy, well-cared-for soil, you get a millet that's high in protein. And if you grow it in poorly cared-for soil, you get a millet that's high in carbohydrates.
0: And the locusts love high carbohydrates. Right.
1: Exactly right. They love that donut diet. And so if the farmers can be talked into keeping their fields in good shape by fertilizing them and making sure there's not a lot of runoff and stuff, then they will be growing a crop that the locusts are less likely to eat.
0: I mean, would this have to happen on like a big scale? How realistic of a solution is this?
1: Well, that's the big question. I mean, here's what Ariane's lab has been able to show up to now that in the lab, locusts prefer a high-carb diet. And in places like Senegal, locusts tend to show up in poorer quality fields where the millet has a higher carb content. So the next step is to see if helping farmers take better care of their fields, which creates millet with higher protein and less carbs, actually makes a difference and keeps the locusts at bay. Now, will doing this help farmers against a mega swarm of locusts? No. When they're hungry, they're going to eat everything. But it should help manage infestations short of a cataclysmic plague. And I'll tell you what, I'll come back in 10 years and let you know if it works.
0: Okay. Joe Palka, NPR science correspondent and locust enthusiast. Joe works on a project called Joe's Big Idea, which examines the minds and motivations of scientists and inventors. This episode was produced by Rebecca Davis, edited by Viet Le, and fact-checked by Emily Vaughn. I'm Maddie Safaya. This is NPR Shortwave. We'll see you tomorrow. This message comes from NPR sponsor ShipBob. E-commerce logistics making you question why you started your business. Time to outsource fulfillment to the experts over at ShipBob. Get a free quote at shipbob.com. ShipBob.